Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Joining us now, brought to us by Vision Technologies in support of the Walking with Anthony Foundation, it's Bobby DePaul and Bobby D. As we do every every time, explain the song. You know, the NFL is day-to-day, week-to-week. One week you're up, the next week you're shot down. That's life in the NFL. The key is how you pick yourself up and get back in the race. Well, Bobby, Joey Burrow, and then Bengals, they're up right now. Why was this young quarterback able to gouge the Ravens like that? You know, there's a reason why LSU won the national championship a few years ago. Mm -hmm. And there's also a reason why Jamar Chase wears the jersey number one because he is a legit number one threat and receiver in the National Football League. Everything that worked so well last week against Herbert and the Chargers didn't work so well against the Bengals, Burrow, and Chase. The Ravens gave up way too many chunk plays to the Bengals, a total of 11 plays of 15 yards or more, only five last week against the Chargers. There were five touchdowns of the 11 chunk plays, three pass and two runs. The Ravens' problems with tackling in space and blown coverages showed up again yesterday, guys. Something a lot of us thought was in the rearview mirror, but I guess not. Maybe the Ravens are exactly what the stats say they are, the 28th-ranked defense Hmm. in the National Football League. I said last week, the Bengals went to work in the offseason, drafted, and signed a bunch of free agent players. Yeah. That's why they are better. The Bengals' good players performed well, and the Ravens' good players didn't perform well. I also said last week, it's a player's game. The Ravens' defense is just not that good. Wink Martindale doesn't cover, and he doesn't tackle. So until the players decide to start tackling and covering the right guys, the Ravens' defense will be up and down week to week, depending on the competition. It's that simple. Well, Bobby, yesterday Marlon Humphrey got worked by Jamar Chase. Uh, could they or should they have given Marlon a little more help with Chase? When you're paid to be the top player at your position in the National Football League, you don't get help, especially against a rookie. The thing that disappointed me most, was coming into the game, the Bengals' answer to man coverage was to run quick slants. It was all on tape. We talked Friday about how they used the quick passing game. Marlon's technique, you know, his press technique is horrible. Marlon jumped outside and allowed Chase to beat him on inside releases. If anything, forced the 
deep sideline throw and use your body to help you, you know, stay between the ball and the receiver. That's how it's coached. I've watched this go on for a couple of years now, and Marlon needs to look himself in the mirror and stay focused and rely on his technique. He has the talent. In terms of having a change-up to offset the ry- rhythm you know, of the offense, I-, I was surprised Wink didn't use some more front zone or two-deep zone coverage. Mm-hmm. Two-deep zone coverage is like a, is a double roll-up by the outside corners on the outside receivers, and they jam to disrupt the receiver release. I saw two deep use one time, and that's when wide receiver Tyler Board was wide open in the middle of the field. If that's what I thought I saw, then right now everybody is not having a good understanding of the concept of playing two deep. Usually the nickel, in this case was Tavon Young, runs and carries the seam release to protect the middle of the field. Now, like I said, I don't know if it was too deep, but we saw everybody saw the announcers talk about how it was wide open when he caught the play. So disappointing. Yeah, disappointing indeed. Uh, Bobby, when we talked to you Friday, you, you explained again sort of your process as an advanced scout, and you looked at the Jacksonville film against uh, the Bengals this year with a keen eye because they're coached by Joe Cullen on that side of the ball who came from the Ravens, and you said Cullen is running a lot of these was running a lot of these double A gap blitzes that the Ravens used a year ago against Burrow when they sacked him seven times and they were still pretty effective. The numbers said Burrow had a 130 rating against the Blitz coming into this game. He had just a rating of 49 against the Blitz on Sunday. What did you see there? Like you said, we mentioned on Friday that the Bengals and Burrow were still showing flaws in protection when they used shotgun, you know, 11 personnel to pass the football. Right out of the gate, Wink did take advantage and did use the double-A gap blitz, and he used it as his main pressure yesterday. The Bengals were prepared, and they used a different protection at times by a lot of, you know, they, they moved tight end uh, number 87, uh, Uzama, in the backfield. The Bengals hadn't shown that look, or at least I didn't see it, you know, in, in all the games mm-hmm. that I watched. But to me, it looked like it was 50-50 success rate on tape. Marlon Humphrey's interception in the red zone, uh, yes. in the end zone, was due to Barrow throwing off his uh, back foot under that pressure. At one point, the Bengals were one for eight on third down, so that gives you an idea of the pressure that was generated early. In the past, when I coached, if the design blitz is working and they change the protection, you would check out of the blitz and play a two-deep zone to jump that quick slant. It's a chess match. I didn't see that happen yesterday. Bobby D., let's go to the offense. What did you think of Lamar yesterday? You know, Lamar Jackson is multidimensional. So let me just address this question by uh, talking about Lamar and the Ravens passing game. Yesterday, it seemed like Lamar didn't bring his A game. It's tough to play, Mm -hmm. you know, at a dominant level every week in the NFL. The other guys get paid, too. And in this case, the Bengal coaches designed a plan to limit the deep ball and they designed blitzes that placed emphasis on containing and collapsing the pocket on Lamar. The Bengal blitzes also took advantage of some individual key matchups in protection, causing five sacks, you know, and seven quarterback hurries. The Bengals coming into the game were not a big blitz team. They like to change up the individual rushers by zone blitzing, but still rushing four guys. Yesterday, they brought the house at times, six or seven rushers. That was different, guys. Lamar tried to force the ball at times. You know, Lamar didn't take 
what the defense was giving mm-hmm. him yesterday. When the Ravens went with their play action, the Bengals either blitzed or played deep zone coverage. Lamar obviously loves the deep ball, and who wouldn't? Throwing deep is an easier throw, and Lamar was looking downfield all day. The thing that Lamar has to do next in his development is learn to hit the checkdowns or the outlet receivers when the ball, you know, you know, when that deep ball isn't available. Lamar's first instinct is to find a crease and take off and run. The Bengals never covered the running backs out of the backfield. Lamar isn't used to throwing to outlet receivers. I couldn't see on tape if he even looked because they were wide open. Yeah. I think moving forward, offensive coordinator Greg Roman will start calling checkdowns or running back screens to get Lamar used to throwing to the running backs. You know, I know you guys heard on you know TV announcers say all the time they ran four vertical and hit the running back checkdown. Right. That's a design checkdown. It's great against two deep, especially in third long situations. I can't tell you how many times I've seen a running back catch a checkdown and run 15 yards for a third and 15, you know, third 14, you know, yard uh, third down and make a first down. Bobby, speaking of the running backs, 11 carries. 29. Hey, hey J- Jason, I don't mean to interrupt you, but Bobby D, do you mind if we keep you for a second segment? Uh, sure, go ahead. And then let's do that. Uh, we got Good Bobby. Call. We got Bobby DePaul on with us. It's Inside Access. Jason Longin for Ken Wyman. We got a lot here because we're entering the bye week. So more with Bobby DePaul as he continues to break down the film from this game next here on the Fan. Inside, inside, inside access with Jason Longin and Ken Wyman. Sports on demand. demand. 105.7 The Fan. Let's get back to it with the man, the myth, the legend, Bobby DePaul. And and Bobby, we were starting to talk about the running backs. And the running backs, 11 carries for 29 yards. By week ahead, uh, would you be auditioning running backs or trying to trade for one? Yeah, it never hurts to try and improve the team at, you know, at really any position. So if there's a running back available, Ravens should take a look at it, no doubt about it. Yeah, I keep looking at all those Ravens wide receivers standing on the sidelines doing nothing, so they can easily switch somebody out from that area. In terms of what the Ravens uh, should be looking for, the right fit, is somebody that has the skill set to be an outside run threat. The Ravens have yet to replace Mr. Outside, J.K. Dobbins. I don't see number 17, Le'Veon Bell, being that guy right now. (laughs) I hate to say it. He just doesn't have the juice on the tape that I'm watching, you know? In the game yesterday, Mr. Outside was Lamar Jackson running the quarterback read option, and then they added the load option, and it worked well. We said on Friday the Bengals front seven looks like the Colts front seven minus the Forrest Buckner. So I wasn't surprised about what happened, you know, with the running game yesterday. Bobby, obviously the O line and the I'm sorry uh, uh, and and the and the running backs go hand in hand. Um, it looked to us like Villanueva had his hands full um, with Hendrickson. Uh, our guy Patrick McCarry leaves; he's going to miss a few weeks. Um, Phillips comes in. There's obviously a lot in flux there. Bozeman still dealing um, with a little bit of a back issue. What did you see from that group? Yeah, I got a quick story about. Uh, our man Trey Henderson. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, I, I was college scouting and all that stuff, and working for Pro Football Focus. And the guy that stood out to me was this kid Henderson. You know, down in uh, Florida Atlantic. 
So I called one of my buddies that's an agent. I said, hey, you got to get down there, and you need to sign this guy now. He's like, hubbity, hubbity, who is this guy? I never heard of this guy. I said, hey, just go sign the guy. Matter of fact, I was talking to the kid and talking to the you know Hendrickson's dad. I, I got a good relationship, great kid, and obviously you saw the talent that he had. But, you know, getting back to Bill and the waiver, you know, look, anytime he is faced with a true edge rusher that has a combination of speed and power, everybody needs to get ready for pressure. There's no doubt about it. We saw that with the Raiders. You know, anytime there's a big yeah. body, mm-hmm. speed and power, we got issues over there. The Raiders did try to help him. Our man Patrick you know, Ricard, he was even beat for a pressure sack yes. yesterday. So that gives everybody an idea of how good, uh, you know, Trey is. You know, I thought Tyree Phillips filled in nicely for Patrick McCart at right tackle. We said coming out of, uh, you know, training camp that he, uh, that Phillips and McCart both played well in preseason ahead of Bill Weber over there at right tackle. The Ravens also used number 62, David Sharp late in the game. You know, I kind of made sure I watched all the tape just mm-hmm. to look at some of the depth. You know, he's a big, wide body. I mean, a big man. I mean, you guys probably see him out of practice, mm. but he looked really big and wide. So at least, you know, they got extra bodies. You know, uh, you know, if, if Macari's, you know, lost for an, uh, an extended, extended period of time. Overall, I thought the offensive line didn't, you know, met the enough, enough level. And if Lamar didn't try to run, and just hit some checkdowns, there wouldn't have been as many sacks or pressures. You know, you know, Lamar's is still a work in progress. Right. And he will learn from yesterday moving forward. My biggest concern right now is who's the backup left tackle if McCarry's out for a little while. I mean, the only guy I can think of is Tyree Phillips. Yes. But, you know, yeah. he hadn't really taken a lot of reps there. So that's – there's some concerns now, guys. Bobby D, we enter the bye. You get a nice break. Anything else in that notebook of yours before we, we, we're done with you? I just think, you know, the, the Ravens overall, you know, they, they've they gone through a lot. I don't think anybody anticipated, you know, what happened yesterday happening. But the but the Bengals are a good football team. And, uh, you know, they, they kind of, you know, looked a little – the Ravens looked a little tired, you know, yeah. mentally and physically. And that uh, really the fourth quarter – and uh, I wouldn't go down on them right now, but they've got a lot of a lot of uh, soul searching to do over the bye week. They need the rest definitely. So uh, other than that, we're we should be okay. Bobby D, let the people know about uh, Vision Technologies and their support of the Walking with Anthony Foundation. I will say this about the Walking with Anthony Foundation: the fans need to know everything that I bring to the table for the radio show is all done for charity. I get paid nothing for this. So keep in mind, if you have any extra cash laying around to send some direct donations to the Walking with Anthony Foundation, just text WWA to 91999 and you'll get a link that will take you to donate. TomScope and Vision Technologies is also a uh, partner with Walking with Anthony Cause. Together they are committed to giving back while helping to deliver network infrastructure and wireless solutions to commercial and federal clients. Seamlessly connect your world anywhere securely and reliably. Make the easy choice to help your business run smoother. 
Visit visiontechnologies.com backslash the fans to find out more. These guys do the stadium video at the M&T Bank. They're all over the Baltimore area. Great people to work with. I got to meet them and uh, visit their website. All the hits matter, folks. So just go take a look. Let's get some numbers ringing them up. Thanks, Bobby D. Enjoy your bye week. Bye, man. Okay, you got it. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.